Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Joining us right now via the Brown and Crewman Celebrity Line is our guy, our, I always screw this up a little bit, uh, Jamie Rivers, JR, Jeremy Rutherford. It's Jeremy Rutherford right now. What's up, JR? Nothing. I'll take that mix up anytime. Yeah, I should just start calling yeah, I'm Jamie offended. Sugar. It's weird how that works. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's offended. Yeah. Jr. Have you ever uh, run a marathon? You know, uh, I have never run the point two. Because <laughs> we have some people that are are upset with me because I said. Why the hell would you be proud of running a half marathon, 13.1 miles? Like, oh, I ran half of it. And then I, I just started diving deeper into that. And I'm like, where do you start? Do you start at the starting line? And then halfway through, they're like, bye, <laughs> they handpick you. You're done. You're halfway done. Here, leave. Or do you start uh, halfway mark and then you get to cross the line? I don't get it. Uh, it's just golf. Like, what's the difference whether you play holes one through nine or 10 through 18, right? Start wherever. But no, when you said that, I was kind of grimacing. I was like, just think about all the people driving around St. Louis listening to the show. Love the show. They got their 13.1 sticker on the back, and now <laughs> we lost them. If they trained now a little harder, they could have a 26.2 sticker. <laughs> oh, ja- yeah. Jamie's cost us listeners today. <laughs> just today? Yeah. That's hey, uh, a good just point. A, just a quick one on that. Uh, years ago, I was covering a 10K race downtown for the Post Dispatch. My car was in the shop. I needed somebody to drop me off, and so I put my shorts and T-shirt on, and I get dropped off uh, somewhere near the race, and I wasn't near the finish line, so I had to start jogging and trying to find the finish line so I could interview the winners. And so I turn the corner, and all of a sudden, everybody thinks I'm in the race. (laughs) (laughs) You did it, man. He's not even sweating. JR has a trophy at home. Yeah. (laughs) I come come around the corner, and all I hear is uh, 30 people clapping and chanting, USA, USA. That's awesome. (laughs) That's great. I did it. That's uh, incredible. I would have played that up through water on my face. Like, oh, that was a tough one. I trained for this, though. <laughs> Look at that guy. Look at him go. Uh, JR, we're going to do something a little different today. How do you feel about taking some mic drops from listeners? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's got to be better than uh, your guys' question. Oh, you are so okay, correct. I don't know why you had to insult I don't us. I know but why he went there either. Nonetheless. I just was laughing about his marathon thing. Here's yeah. Isaac. If all players have taken a step back this year, there's a regression across the board. Doesn't that indicate that there's a problem with the system? If all players are affected, then that doesn't that indicate something larger than, well, the players just aren't playing as well this year? doesn't seem like a coincidence. What do you think, JR? Yeah, I think a lot of things have come together to make this a season that, you know, people are turning off their TV. It's a fair question. You know, I think they're going to have to 
revisit in the offseason maybe some of the things that they're trying to do uh, strategy-wise. And as Doug Armstrong said last year, he said, you know, Craig and I need to be on the same page in terms of what type of player we're putting in this system. Uh, but I think if you look at it, it's a regression from the means from where they were playing last year. The special teams was so good, and it covered up a lot. You know, five-on-five five wasn't great. So this year you get to it, the special teams hasn't been great. It's put a lot of pressure on the five-on-five, five, and a lot of guys have underachieved this season. So, you know, if you're doing a pie chart and you're saying what percentage is what the, what the caller is talking about here, the system and, and guys not playing it well, maybe you got the wrong situation. You know, yeah, probably – 20%, but I think it's just a part of the big pie. All right, one more one more mic drop. Here's James. In regards to Colton Pareko, if I were the GM, can we get Larry Robinson back to help come in and talk to Colton again and work with him? It seemed like when Larry Robinson was part of the organization, Colton Pareko actually played up to his size. It's tough. He had one bad year. The contract is not great. Um, I think I would try to trade Tory Krug first. And if I couldn't get a deal done there, and if teams were still calling about Colton Preco, then I would probably trade him and, you know, free up the salary cap there. So a little context for you, Jared. We asked people today, after giving our opinions, build with Colton Pareco or trade him at the deadline. So that was James, again, little context. That was James responding to us asking for mic drops on that topic. Yeah, no, I, I've uh, touched on this before, but it, this uh, is good. It's worth repeating here. When Larry Robinson left the organization just a couple years ago, we're not allowed to talk to him while he's employed by the Blues. You know, the rules are you listen to uh, what the head coach has to say and kind of the rest of the advisors and assistants are off limits. So when Larry left the organization, I gave him a call and wrote a story about it at The Athletic, and I specifically asked him, you know, what is Colton Preco doing that, uh, you know, you guys need to kind of magnify or pull out of him or, or make him better in certain areas? And he wasn't overly frustrated but he said listen Jeremy we've we've tried to do a number of things Colton is the type of player that he is I don't know that you can make him any better in those certain areas that people want to see it and so he was you know thinking along the lines of we've tried to do everything we can with what we know to tell him so I don't even think Larry Robinson coming back you're going to see a different type of player you know do you want to build around Colton Pareko or do you want to move on from him I think you can have him on your roster. I think he can be a good player for you. Are you bringing Jay Bolmeister out of retirement to play with him? Because it seems like that's the only partner that's really, really gelled with him and pulled out the best. Now, granted, that's a little bit unfair because that was a great team and other people are helping. But just with whatever partner they've put him with the last little while, it hasn't worked. And finally, I'll say this. You know, there's a lot of focus on Colton Preco right now, and people are saying, hey, it's not necessarily him. What about Tory Krug? What about Nick Letty? Those guys, too. But look, Tory Krug, where's the interest? Are people calling Doug Armstrong and saying, give me some Tory Krug? He's been banged up. You know, situation with Nick Letty hasn't played well either. So focus shouldn't be entirely on Colton Preco, but he's the guy who's drawn a little bit of interest. All right, JR. So uh, we haven't had your thoughts yet on the debut of Kasperi Kapanen last night. Um, you know, I, we've talked to, about it already today. Craig Berube addressed it. I thought it was a, a, a fairly, actually a very positive debut for the young man. But, you know, you've watched a ton of hockey and wanted your thoughts. Yeah, very good debut, really good. You know, a lot of criticism of him when he came over. Why didn't it work out in Pittsburgh? Uh, but you play, what, 19 minutes? He led the team in it with uh, four shots. I think he had three block shots. A lot of adrenaline, a lot to prove there. My thing today is 
continue to show it. Like, let's not see this be a one- or five-game thing. And I asked Craig Bruby that specifically after practice today. How can he keep this up, Briv? And what Craig Bruby said, you can imagine, he said he's got to continue to play to his strengths. He's a good skater. He can shoot. We saw those things last night. Go to the net. Craig Bruby said today that I went to Kapanen, and I said, go to the net. That's what we need from you. Be that type of player. So we'll see. Yeah, you got to give him some time, but it was a real good debut. JR, great stuff as always. We appreciate you, especially the fact that uh, you took full advantage of running a point two marathon. Yeah. I, yeah, I, and I needed a break. I had to sit down in between <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> USA, USA. No, thanks That's right. You guys are good to talk to you. We'll holler at you later. All right, sounds good. That's our guy, Jeremy Rutherford, with The Athletic, our Blues Insider here on 101 ESPN.